Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. For the last couple months, we've been looking at those three specific words, way, truth, and life. And as we looked at life, we've, we've been looking at that next month, we're going to be looking at life, excuse me. In the past couple months, we've been looking at the way, and we've been seeing how the early followers of Jesus, called followers of the way, how they behaved, and how they treated the world around them. And this month, we're specifically looking at the truth. Last week, we addressed the topic of the truth about the Trinity. And tonight, together, we're going to be addressing the topic about the truth about Jesus. So as we get into this topic about Jesus, there's just a simple question we all have to ask ourselves. Who is Jesus, and was Jesus an actual real person? I want you to think about not just what you believe, but what about people that are out there in the world that you interact with? People that you talk to, maybe friends, maybe coworkers, or maybe just in general, what do you think the average person out there has to say about Jesus Christ? Was he a real person, or was he just kind of a myth or just a legend, and somebody that we really don't even know if he really existed? Well, what I want to do is help you understand some reasons why I personally believe that Jesus really was a real figure. Now, for most Christians, they rely almost solely upon the Bible. They say, well, the Bible records the story of Jesus, and therefore, I believe the Bible, and so therefore, I believe that Jesus was a real person. But as many of you know, there's people out there that don't necessarily believe in the Bible. They may think that it's just not real, that it's story, that it's myth, that it's kind of overhyped, just make-believe, all kinds of different things. But as a result of that, people that don't believe in the Bible usually have a hard time believing in Jesus. So one of the things that's important for us to understand is, is there any sources, is there any evidence that exists historically outside of the Bible to answer this question, was Jesus a real person? Well, the good news is the answer is yes. There actually is. There are other sources outside of the Bible where people actually talk about historical figures and famous historians talk about this person named Jesus Christ. I'm going to quickly just share two of these historians and their accounts with you. The first one is called Tacitus. He was a Roman historian that lived in the first century after the time of Jesus. And Tacitus is regarded as actually one of the greatest Roman historians of all time. And many of the things that he wrote about is considered absolute fact and true history. And so he wrote about many things in the first century in Rome, also things that happened in Jerusalem. He also specifically wrote about Jesus. Listen to his words written around AD 116. Tacitus said this, neither human effort nor the emperor's generosity nor the placating of the gods ended the scandalous belief that the fire had been ordered by Nero. What he's referencing is a fire that broke out in Rome that burned most of Rome. Some people thought it was probably Nero's fault and Nero, who was the king or the emperor at the time, he didn't want to take the fall for this, so he needed a fall guy, and so he blamed the Christians. That's the context of this quote from Tacitus. He goes on to say, Therefore, to put down the rumor, Nero substituted as culprits and punished in the most unusual ways those hated for their shameful acts whom the crowd called Christians. Notice that's how he spelled them. The founder of this name, Christ, which Christus is a Latin word, had been executed in the reign of Tiberius by the procurator Pontius Pilate. Suppressed for a time, the deadly superstition erupted again not only in Judea, the origin of this evil, but also in the city Rome, where all things horrible 
and shameful from everywhere came together and became popular. And so you see, Tacitus was not a fan of Christianity. He was not a fan of Christians. He was not a fan of Jesus. But yet he writes as Jesus, as a real person. He includes him in his history. He even includes some facts that are also in the Bible, which help us to know that the Bible story about this record is accurate. He mentions Judea. He mentions Pontius Pilate. He mentions the reign of Tiberius and a few other things in there as well. So that quote alone should give you confidence to know that, yes, Jesus was a historical figure. There are people outside of the Bible that talked about him, people that are looked upon as reliable witnesses, reliable historians. I want to give you the name of one other historian. This historian is a famous Jewish historian. His name is Josephus. He also lived in the first century. He also was an eyewitness to many of the things that happened after the time of Christ. And he also collected evidence from many other people that were eyewitnesses of what was going on in Israel at that time. And in AD 94, Josephus wrote this. Around this time, there lived Jesus, a wise man, if indeed one ought to call him a man. For he was one who did surprising deeds, and a teacher of such people as accepted the truth gladly. He won over many Jews and many of the Greeks. He was the Messiah. When Pilate, upon hearing him, accused by men of the highest standing among us, had condemned him to be crucified, those who in the first place came to love him did not give up their affection for him. For on the third day, he appeared to them restored to life. The prophets of God had prophesied this and countless other marvelous things about him. And the tribe of Christians, so called after him, have still to this day not died out. Again, Josephus had no reason to positively refer to Christians. He was not a fan of Christians. He was not a fan of Jesus as well. But yet he also mentions that Jesus was a real historical figure. So there you have it. Two famous historians that lived in the first century, both treating Jesus as a true historical figure, a real person. Not only that, almost all the major religions of the world today acknowledge Jesus as if he is real. Think about this. Here's what Jews believe about Jesus. They believe that he was Mary's son, that he was a teacher, what they referred to as a rabbi, that he had disciples, that he was respected. They believe he performed some miracles, that he claimed to be Messiah. Notice claimed, not was, and that he was crucified on a cross. They also acknowledge that his followers reported him as raised from the dead. But get this, they do not consider Jesus the son of God. So Jews today will say, yes, Jesus was a real person, but he definitely was not who he claimed to be. He was not the son of God. What about the Islamic faith? Muslims also believe in Jesus. They believe he was a real person. They believe he was born of a virgin, that he's to be revered, respected. He's actually one of their most important prophets, a wise teacher who did miracles, ascended to heaven and will come again. But again, Muslims do not believe that Jesus was the son of God. He was just a great man, a great teacher, a great prophet, but not the son of God. In the Baha'i faith, they believe Jesus came from God, was a wise teacher, had divine and human nature, worked miracles, was crucified, and resurrected as an atonement for humanity. So they believe a lot of the things that we believe about Jesus, but yet they still do not believe that Jesus was the Son of God. Two other faiths, Hinduism. Hindus believe Jesus was a holy man, a wise teacher, and probably was some type of God. Hinduism actually started before the time of Jesus. And so they actually think he was maybe a really good person, maybe even one of the many gods, because they believe in a countless number of gods. 
So they don't believe he was the one and only God. He may just be one of many gods that have been present in the world. Buddhists. Buddhists believe Jesus was an enlightened man and a wise teacher, but again, not the one and only Son of God. And then finally, New Age believers maintain Jesus was a wise, moral teacher, but again, not the Son of God. So here you have it. With, with all of this evidence, with all the people of the world, and, and think about just our calendar. Everything is based upon the birth of Jesus Christ. Our world around us is screaming, really, that Jesus was real. He was a real person. It's going to be very difficult to prove that he wasn't with all of this evidence. So does the question in there, the fact that Jesus was a real person? Well, there's an even more important question. I want you to watch this video as it addresses the most important question about who is Jesus. Who is Jesus? That's the question. That's the question. Was he a real person? What did he say? What did he do? What made him so special? What made him different than any other man in history? The records show. His birth was a miracle. His mom was a virgin and she was pregnant. He made the blind see. The deaf hear. The mute speak. The paralyzed walk. He healed terrible diseases. He knew what was in men's minds. He knew what was in men's hearts. He knows what is in men's hearts. He knew the story of people's lives without ever having met them. He spoke with authority. He amazed teachers. He amazed everyone. Nature obeyed him. He turned water into wine. He walked on water. He walked on top of the water. He could change the weather. He fed 5,000 people from one lunchbox. He brought people who were dead back to life. He loved sinners. He loved everyone. 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 He forgave sins. He never made a mistake. He never once sinned. But we judged him. We whipped and beat him. We spit on him. And we killed him. He loved us anyway. He loves us anyway. He died for us. He died so that we wouldn't have to. He paid for our sins with his life. Did I mention he loves us? He came back to life. He was dead. Then he was alive. A lot of people saw him. He is coming back. Who is Jesus? That's a big question. That's the big question. What does it even matter? What does it matter to you? Who is Jesus? My answer doesn't matter to you. Only your answer matters to you. Who do you say that he is? Who do you say that he is? So that's the question I want each and every one of us to answer here today. Who is Jesus? You see, it's not enough to just believe that Jesus was real. It's what do we believe about this real person, Jesus Christ? I want to read a quote to you from a famous Christian philosopher named C.S. Lewis who said this. 
I am trying here to prevent anyone saying the really foolish thing that people often say about Jesus. I'm ready to accept Jesus as a great moral teacher, but I don't accept his claim to be God. That is the one thing that we must not say. A man who was merely a man and said the sort of things that Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would either be a lunatic on the level with the man who says he is a poached egg, or else he would be the devil of hell. You must make your choice. Either this man Jesus was and is the Son of God, or else he's a madman or something even worse. You can shut him up for a fool, you can spit at him and kill him as a demon, or you can fall at his feet and call him Lord and God. But let us not come up with any patronizing nonsense about him being a great human teacher. He has not left that open to us. He did not intend to. Now it seems to me obvious that he was neither a lunatic nor a fiend, and consequently, however strange or terrifying or unlikely that it may seem, I have to accept the view that he was and is God. That's what C.S. Lewis believed. That's what I believe. And think about it this way. If Jesus really was God, then everything in the New Testament and actually in the entire Bible kind of makes sense. If he was God, then the prophecies make sense. The fact that he was born of a virgin, that makes sense. The miracles that he did, that makes sense. If he was God, that's why he was able to do so many miraculous things. The words that he said, the things that he said now make sense. Even his death and his resurrection all makes complete sense if he really was God. But what about the other side of the coin? If Jesus was just a man, if he really wasn't God, then the reality is that most of the Bible doesn't really make sense. His birth has to just be normal. It wasn't spectacular. It wasn't miraculous. The miracles that he did must have been some kind of trick or magic in some way. The words that he said don't really make sense. In fact, they're probably made up or twisted or changed by people after time. His death would have been an absolute shame. There was no need for him to die if he wasn't God. He wasn't the the sacrifice for the world. And then finally, his resurrection was an absolute lie. He's not alive today. He's dead. And that makes Jesus a deceiver, a myth, or a madman. So in the words of C.S. Lewis and many others, you must make a decision today. Do you believe that Jesus was a liar? Somebody who just made it all up? Or do you believe he was a lunatic, a crazy person that actually believed he was God, even though he really wasn't? Or do you believe that he really was who he said he was? He was the Lord and Savior. He was actually God. You must make that decision today. I want to close by giving you seven reasons why I personally believe that Jesus was exactly who he said he was. I believe that Jesus was the Son of God, the Lord of heaven and earth. Here are the seven reasons I believe it. Number one, Jesus forgave sins. You see, that's something that only God does. Only God has the ability to forgive sins. There's many scriptures in the New Testament that talk about Jesus forgiving sins. I'm going to list just one. In Matthew 9, verse 2, you remember it's the story of the the person that was paralyzed that was brought to Jesus. It said, some men brought to Jesus a paralyzed man lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. Jesus forgives sins. Number two, Jesus led a sinless life. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, it says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us 
so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That was God's plan from the very beginning. We see that all the way in the Old Testament. There needed to be a sinless, a perfect, a blameless sacrifice to save the entire humanity from their sins. Jesus was that sinless person, the only human being who ever lived a sinless life. Number three, Jesus actually accepted people worshiping him. Think about it this way. If Jesus wasn't God, if he never claimed to be God, when people started worshiping, he would have said, don't do that. Don't worship me. I'm not God. Worship God alone. He's the only person that you should be worshiping. In John chapter 9, verse 38, a man came to Jesus and said, Lord, I believe, and he worshiped Jesus. Jesus didn't stop him. He welcomed that worship because he was making a statement. He was God. Number four, Jesus taught and spoke with divine authority. In the book of John, chapter 17, verses 1 through 5, it says this. After Jesus had said this, he looked toward heaven and prayed, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son, that your son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people, that he may give eternal life to all those you have given him. You see, Jesus was given divine authority from God to do what he needed to do on earth. Verse 3, it continues by saying, Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you, get this, before the world began. Jesus is saying, I was there from the very beginning. That's why I have authority. I am God. I created all of this with God. I have authority to do the things that I do. Number five, Jesus claimed a divine relationship with God the Father. In John chapter 10, starting in verse 22, it says, Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts, walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him, saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, then tell us plainly. They're saying, Jesus, just let us know. Are you really God? Are you really the Messiah? Are you really the Savior that we've been waiting for? Jesus answered this. I did tell you, but you did not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. And then he says these words, I and the Father are one. I and the Father are one. Jesus is making it crystal clear here. I am God. That's our relationship. We are one, one and the same. Verse 31, again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. You see, it was crystal clear to the people listening that day. They understood exactly what Jesus was saying. Jesus was making it clear he was God. The Jews disagreed, and that's why they chose to kill him. They said, you're just a man. No one can be God but God alone. Two more. Number six. Jesus manifested divine attributes. What does that mean? It means that Jesus acted like God. He did things that only God could do. In John chapter 20, verse 30, it says, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, 
the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. John is saying, I witnessed so many amazing things that I couldn't even write them all down. He's saying, you guys have to know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, this guy Jesus was God. The things that I saw him do, that all of us saw him do, no one has ever seen anybody else do those things. And then finally, number seven, Jesus claimed divine titles. John chapter eight, starting in verse 48. The Jews answered him, aren't we right in saying that you are a Samaritan and demon possessed? I am not possessed by a demon, said Jesus, but I honor my father and yet you dishonor me. I am not seeking glory for myself, but there is one who seeks it and he is the judge. Very truly I tell you, whoever obeys my word will never see death. At this they exclaimed, now we know that you are demon possessed. Abraham died and so did the prophets, yet you say that whoever obeys your word will never taste death? Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died and so did all the prophets. Who do you think you are? Jesus replied, if I glorify myself, the glory means nothing. My father, whom you claim as your God, is the one who glorifies me. Though you do not know him, I know him. If I said I did not, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I obey his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and was glad. You are not yet 50 years old, they said to him, and you have seen Abraham? Very truly I tell you, Jesus answered, get this, before Abraham was born, I am. I am. What does that mean? That goes all the way back to Moses at the burning bush when God was revealing himself to Moses and said, let me know who you are. And God just simply said, I am. To the Jews, they knew exactly what Jesus was saying there. Jesus was saying that he is that same God from way back in the beginning. He was claiming that he and God were exactly the same. And again, what happens? They picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus hid himself, slipping away from the temple grounds. So with all of these evidences, let it be known that Jesus was saying, he is God. That is the truth about Jesus. Now you just have to decide if that's something that you want to believe. I want you to watch one final video as it expresses the exact words of Jesus. And just let these words wash over you again. This is what Jesus said about himself. Yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and I do nothing on my own but speak what the Father has taught me. If I glorify myself, my glory means nothing. My Father, whom you claim as your God, glorifies me. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and appointed you to bear fruit fruit that would last, so that anything you'd ask in my name, the Father would give to you. Whoever hates me, hates my Father as well. Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him, and you have seen him. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me, and the one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You see, if Jesus is merely a man, then he is just one among billions of men. 
And if Jesus is merely just a prophet or a good teacher, then he is one of among hundreds of prophets and good teachers our world has seen. If Jesus is just the founder of a religious movement, then he's one of many founders of religious movements. But if Jesus is just a God among many gods, then he is just one among a pantheon of gods. But if there is only one God, and Jesus is that God, and he says that he is the only way, then Jesus has to be the only way. Again, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I believe that Jesus is who he said he was. I've staked my entire life on that. And nothing's going to make me change from that simple fact. But it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what you think. Who do you think Jesus is? You think he was a real person? If he was, do you think he was just simply a good teacher, a great guy, a person who brought good moral ethics to the world? Or do you believe that Jesus is exactly who he said he was? God, the one and only Son of God. Will you join me in prayer? Dear God, I believe in your son, Jesus. I believe he is exactly who he said he was. He's the only person to ever live a sinless life, and as a result of that, he's able to save all of humanity and save all of mankind. Jesus, thank you so much for being a sacrifice for not just me, but for every single person who's ever lived. As a result of that, God, we can do nothing but just simply give our lives back as a living sacrifice and try to live our lives in a way that would make Jesus proud, that would bring him honor, and that would bring him all the glory that he deserves. So God, we pray over the next few moments that we have together that you would know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we believe Jesus is exactly who he said he was, your one and only son. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.